to the first ever recording of the Pass podcast. So we're kind of going to try and test out the microphones I've bought, test out trying to record on GarageBand, and I've roped in you. Beautiful. <laughs> the beautiful, magnificent Amelia Baker. It's a bit sad, isn't it, when you do your own introduction <laughs> and introduce yourself as beautiful. Using an expanded down phrase, separated by a comma. Yeah, that's not very good, is it? I should introduce you. So on the first ever Past podcast, which is a podcast dedicated to chefs and people from the world of food and drink, I've brought in a teacher. <laughs> a great teacher with that's a not, worldly knowledge of food. That's not really a sign of how good my guest buckings are going to be, is it? I think it's a fantastic. Sign. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've got the bloke from the local kebab van on next week. <laughs> <laughs> Talking to me I've about just cooked you balsamic chicken. Yeah, you have. Yeah, yeah. Slim and mild special. So what I kind of wanted to do was just talk about what the past podcast actually is, what it's going to be about, and you're going to play the role of the listener. Oh, I'm sure I'm, I'm a very good listener. So okay, so basically, if I'm a little bit unclear on something, because I suppose the problem is when you're creating something, you've got it so clear in your mind, but then you obviously can't communicate it as well. Yeah, that's right. So you can kind of play the role of the confused listener, if you like. Devil's advocate. Yeah. Okay. So essentially it kind of started out a couple of years ago now and I thought that I wanted to do a food blog. And, you know, like I really do enjoy writing, but I just kind of struggled because I feel like I'm not the expert in this situation. You know, the people that I'm going to, they should be the experts. They should be the people that are saying, that are informing me, right, this is ha- this is what should be a plate of food. Yeah. So I thought... Well, why don't I try and find out a bit about the people behind the plates? And you've been with me now for the last couple of years and we've been going around to restaurants and more and more and more we've spent half an hour, an hour afterwards with the chef chatting about the food that we just ate. Mm, Definitely. And that's where it came from, really. So essentially, it is going to be a long, sprawling podcast, no longer than an hour. I don't want to ramble on. That's good. (laughs) (laughs) But it will be bookmarked by five dishes. And the five dishes have been invented by the chefs. I've asked them to come up with the name of their dishes. um, And some of them have given me a story or an anecdote that goes with it. But essentially, they're five dishes that have shaped their career. So it could be their mum's Sunday lunch. It could be the first dish they ever put on at catering college. It could be the first dish they've got on their restaurant now. Um, And it's completely up to them. It can be a linear dish, so it can be the first one is the earliest and the last one is the most recent. We can flick back and forwards. Yeah, the most standout dish between. Yeah. Yeah. And it can have as many sweet or savoury. It could be a whole 
lot of puds if they're a pastry chef. Yeah. It could be a whole lot of savoury if they're just a, you know, a larder chef or something like that. It completely is up to them. It could be something they've eaten, essentially, yeah. rather than just... Yeah, yeah, definitely. Cooked. 100%. And a lot of the things I've seen, actually, so far coming in, it's more things that they've eaten, funnily enough, than things that they've cooked themselves. It's probably because that's where they found most of their inspiration. Yeah, I bet it probably is. Yeah. I know I'd be inspired by the food that I ate, as well as developing through my career, that would be... Yeah, definitely. My, my like, and how, where to go on. That's always a starting point, isn't it? If you see somebody else has great food, and then you can make your mm-hmm. own food great. So essentially what I'm trying to do as we go through these dishes is learn a little bit about their life. So again, if we go back to that example of the mum's Sunday lunch, we can obviously talk about their family life and we can talk about how they got into cooking, what cooking was like at home. Did um, they do a, a large percentage of it or was yeah. it parental influence kind of a guideline? Yeah, any funny stories or, you know, mum burning the potatoes or... Or was there something stand out on a Sunday lunch that made it stand out? So rather than your nan's Sunday lunch, was it your mum's Sunday lunch because she did amazing roast potatoes, like my roast potatoes are amazing? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and kind of that's essentially it, really. What I'm going to ask them to do is come up with this menu and I'm going to print that off after each interview. Um, and then before I go, I'm going to ask them to pick one special, which is a dish from that menu that they want to put on their special boards of that day. So that is, from their menu, that is the most special dish. Um, it will be in series of five. So I'm going to do five chefs at a time. And it will be once every two weeks to start off with. And then we'll see how it goes. We've got some really, really exciting guests on series one. So. Are you going to be doing anything to make the chefs compete with one another in a way? No. So you've got a bit of a theme running through? No. No. no, I never imagined it like that. It's their it's their menu. It's all about my time with them. It's me and that chef. So how do you foresee it not becoming monotonous? Because everybody's got different stories. Mm. So um, more like about personal recount of that chef and yeah, what definitely. They've taken from life. Um, and it's like I've said to some of the people that I'm booking about the the format is there essentially to help move the podcast on you've got to realize that i know these people maybe through twitter or i've met them once so there will be little natural occasions where okay the story's kind of come to an end and obviously i'm going to have a few notes in front of me but at the same time i don't know this person so we can't riff off each other so the the format will help me move it on yeah and you've got to think that a little bit of slight humor here and there would probably work wonders yeah definitely definitely but the format is only that is there to assist the conversation. That's the point I'm making. So hopefully it's not every single conversation is different and it's not going to become monotonous, I hope, because it's a celebration of that guest. And yeah. if that guest is somebody who is a well-established chef, the conversation is going to be very, very different to somebody who has just opened up their first restaurant or yeah not they're not even less interesting in a way it's just different experiences you're a lot more uh, rushed if you've just opened your first restaurant i can imagine whereas if you've been in the, the kind of industry a long time you've got different stories probably more experience to share yeah and i'm hoping essentially 
the reason why I'll become hopefully a good interviewer is that I'm really passionate about them and I'm really passionate about food. And so I want to know for them what makes food tick and hopefully I'll have some opinions too. And hopefully it might get some recommendations out to the food world as to where where they would recommend eating, so not even their own restaurant. What would they say? Maybe the top three restaurants they've ever visited are. Yeah, something like Given that kind of personal insight into that industry, especially when you're when they're educating themselves over what food that they want to be inspired by, such as James Close going all the way out, Spain, etc. Why yeah. did they choose to go there? What was his reasoning as a chef to go to that restaurant in particular? Yeah, definitely. I think a lot of these chefs, their hobby is food. And that's the same with me. The difference with me is I can't cook, and they can. I just love to eat. Yeah, me too. <laughs> but so do they, because otherwise they wouldn't be in cookery. And Apart from they're not obese. I'd be well, obese, not Yeah, better not. <laughs> Comment <laughs> on that. <laughs> so that's it. What do you? What are your initial thoughts on, on the format of the pass? And I think it's an excellent idea. And I think that it's unlike anything else that's out there at the moment. And I think that it'll give people like yourself, who are passionate about food, something to really look forward to. Good. So that's how the pass works. Um, I'm recording the first episode, not that this will mean anything when it goes out in the future, but I'm recording the first episode this week. So I kind of expect it's going to go live from the end of May, June time. Which is quite exciting. Yeah, it is really exciting. First five guests. Confirmed today the last guest of Series 1, mm. we hope. And they're really good guests as well. They are, aren't they, I think. Definitely. I think we've got a good little mix. And Especially for a first time yeah. sharing of a, well, I think the of a pipe dream, essentially. The exciting thing as well is I've actually got about three guests for Series 2 already booked. Very Just exciting. haven't got recording dates of them yet they've just got yes let's get it sorted and they're not all just kind of local chefs I mean they happen to a lot of them to be local but there's some chefs in there with some real recognition which I think is pretty cool yeah and it, and very big at the moment within that within the industry itself so it's nice to follow so all I can recommend is I'm going to put this up on iTunes if it sounds nice have to pull that funny face oh dear so if you're sat there now listening on itunes subscribe definitely subscribe and really ignore my horrible recording voice (laughs) (laughs) and follow me on twitter at paul newb n-e-w-b and just note that paul has promised to reward me for being his guinea pig by doing what what am i gonna do Take me for some really nice food. You can have some nice food, yeah, that's fine. So thank you very much for listening to How To About The Past Podcast. That's how it's going to work. If you've got any questions, like I say, you can get in touch with me at Paul Noob on Twitter. Like and subscribe um, the podcast. That would be amazing. And I look forward to releasing the first episode with an incredible, incredible first guest. I think as first guests go, I don't think I could get... Any better? No. I agree. Do you? No, I agree. That's good. So you've got two foodies in the room here saying that's how good the first guest is going to be. And one's a teacher, so you have to believe that. (laughs) Thank you very much for listening to The Pass. I'll see you in a couple of weeks.